Buckle up. It's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. I and I what I've seen too is that a lot of those people are still intrigued. Like when in our office, when we're saying, Oh, we don't like we we can't do that to somebody. They're like, Well, A, why? You know, and then when you're telling them that, they're like, Okay, well, what can you do? And it's like, we'll usually still be able to quote them, have the long conversation, and sometime we'll be able to still sell them the policy. I don't think so people I'm, think that. I think that they think it's like a it's a cold. If you tell them that, it's done, conversation over. Well, for me, I take it, I, I see how people can see it that way, but I see it also as a way people some people be like, You don't want my business? Because you know how people think, you don't want my business? I'm trying to pay you and you don't want it. So they're yeah. a little bit intrigued by that as well. They're like, Well, if he's telling me no, he gotta be telling me something that's factual or something that's true that why is he not want to take my money? Because most salespeople are gonna take my money. I'm not the salesperson, I'm not a car dealership guy, you know. Like, I, yep. I want your service, but I want to get it at a where it's quality and I'm selling it to and I can go to sleep at night knowing that when your house burned down, they're going to give you your money instead of them saying I, it's not covered. So, yep. Least, I love I mean, that. Too. Go ahead. Uh, you go. You go. <laughs> because of these big bosses, I, I can sell, if I sell 140 policies and something go wrong, I don't know about it. And I'm just, right. and, and most people are like, I don't care. And they just write it off. And I, I like, I want to, I want to know, I want to be in the trenches with you and make sure everything is good right now, you know? Love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So. And it's, it's funny because you, you think about tangible products. And I always bring this up. Craig's heard it a million times, but Louis Vuitton purse, right? It's a $13 slap of leather with some brass bits on it. And Thanks. and people and it's selling for two three thousand dollars, right? But but we are okay with that, like right. like we're okay with that. We don't look at it like that. But then when we're selling something intangible like insurance, uh, we get into this headspace where it's like the the money matters. But like you would never say, "I'm going to get you the cheapest Louis Vuitton purse," you know? Like like they no one would approach it like that. Right, right. Sa- same thing. I mean. You'd be surprised. People were right around eighty thousand dollar cars here in Dallas, and they have thirty sixty on there. I'm like, got an eighty thousand dollar car. I mean, it's eighty grand. I mean, we got to cover you. We got to cover your asset. We got to make sure you don't have to be like I tell people. You hit a pole in Dallas, it's sixty grand. I mean, that's property damage. You got twenty five grand. They they want. I know Dallas got a lot of money, but they want their money. Unfortunately, they want their money. So where are they gonna get it at? I, and when I before I started insurance, I thought you hit a pole. They also throw it back up. They got millions of dollars. They don't want it from me, but they do. Oh, yeah. you, I heard. <laughs> they sure <laughs> they do. do. Yeah, they do. And and the other spin on it's too the 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 way the consumer shops for it, like they they come to they don't go into Louis Vuitton and say, look, I know this thing costs you thirteen bucks to make, so so you better give right. it to me for a hundred. I'm not paying three grand. Like right. you know they don't do that. Well, it, partly right. because they put gloves on when they take the purse down. Right, they, right. they put gloves on. He, no. hey, he, he bought a couple of those. <laughs> yeah, no, but but the on the flip of it, you know, when they come to us, they're like, "Ah, oh, you're trying to, you know, I I want this at such a lower price or or whatever." They're just educated that it's supposed to be some less expensive thing, and I think that it's important that they that the consumer learns right that they understand. Um, often, though, you have to sort of meet them where they are when you first start talking to them. Right. We've said that a million times, but but they come in. At that entry point, sure, it's it's agreeing with them, you know. And you've been in sales forever, you know. You just need to, you need to agree, 
and then right. ignore. Um, but a right. lot of a lot of younger agents will will hear what is said by them, and it's it's like uh, I I'm not getting it if it's this or I'm shopping around, and they they take that as the as the gold, and they let the the prospect control the conversation, and I think you're fine. Just agree. And then, then move back into to to that process that you're going to do to sell and create value. I, I think I think that people have just been burned just with old insurance guy insurance people in general handling the prices. And I tell people it's not a handle industry. It's not like I can mm-hmm. go and say I can get it down a hundred dollars more. But it, once I put my numbers in and I put the facts in, it is what it is, you know. But uh, people have just been burned in the back end and. Somebody threw me in a conversation with a car salesman the other day, and I was like, I'm not a car sales guy. Like, I'm not that guy. So, I mean, I think we, I think the good salespeople out there and the good insurance agents out there just got to re, reinvent the name of what an insurance guy is. And um, I think that'll be, that'll be good for the industry. So, so, and I, and I like what the industry did when um, COVID hit. They did a really, really good job on helping people out. So, that was big. So, I think we can uh, definitely turn around uh, how agents are. Um, lift the bond. So, mm. love that. Well, what was yeah. some of the big? You've come from a lot of sales, uh, a big sales background. What was it like? What were some of the big epiphanies that you had um, comparing your previous sales uh, positions to insurance? What were some of the things that you maybe didn't think of, or you realized when you became an agent? I'm gonna be honest with you. I nothing really because. The product, the, the product changed. The 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 sales stayed the same. So uh, I went from selling cell phones and I went from selling shoes and furniture. When I went to insurance, the product just changed. I just had to wrap it around how to overcome objections, ask qualifying questions, and offer solutions. That's all. I, that's that's normally where it, where it is, you know. And uh, listen, listen, just listen a little bit more. Um, the paperwork is a little bit more. I don't want to like doing no accord forms and stuff like that. And that's one thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The tedious <laughs> stuff, I'm not a tedious, I'm not a nuts and bolts guy at all. I like I like to knock Most them out. Most salespeople aren't. Yeah, so I, I, I'm here at 9, 10 o'clock at night doing accord forms, typing in all this stuff I have to do. I do all that at nighttime, but in the daytime, I'm just writing, writing, writing. So, yeah, but that's about just the tedious part of it about the, the paperwork is about it. Just making sure I cover my butt on that, but that's about it. But the, the sales, when you're a salesperson, I think it just the product just changes and you can sell. I, and like I tell people all the time, people don't buy a product. They buy off if they like you. So. 100%. I, I want to know, then what did you learn at those sales jobs, especially cell phones, man? Like that's, that industry fascinates me because I know that's a grind. Um, but that yeah, and yeah. furniture is a brutal too. Like what did you learn from those positions and then – um, related to insurance and how it helped you in insurance. Cause I think a lot of people don't come from those backgrounds. I think mm-hmm. it's the best background, some of the best backgrounds to come from to come into the insurance business. But I mean, uh, yeah. So wh- what were some of the things that you learned prior that helped you? Just being honest. I'm, I'm, I'm transparent. Man. I'm, so, I'm kind of overly honest. I tell people all the time, that's people like, should I have this on my, my um, cell phone plan? I'm like, Nope. Why, well, why are they charging for it? You just shouldn't have it. I mean, it's, it's, you don't need it. Or even like with insurance, some people will be like, um, should I add um, um, roadside assistance? I'll like, you got a cell phone, just add it on there for five bucks. Like most people, I don't want to tell you that. I mean, I'm not, I don't care over it. It's $13 feature I got to add. But if you can save you $13 and I can go put it on your cell phone bill, it's five bucks and it follows the phone. So, I mean, 
just little stuff like that. It's just being honest and upfront with people. I mean, I think my grandmother taught me a long time ago, man, just be honest and tell the truth and everything will work itself out. But just, I mean, just transparency. And I think people feel that I, I, when I work with people, I can kind of feel their vibe. And I think people that know me, and even, even now with COVID going on, I, I want to see people, which people don't want to see me. But even over the phone, I hear people say, you know, I trust you. I believe you. Um, I've seen other people believe in you, so I think that's about it, man. Just, just being honest and upfront, man. I'm just, I'm an old country boy, man. So I'm just upfront, <laughs> man. It works. Yeah, awesome. So, so you, you've dipped, you've, is it Dovin dived? I don't even dived into the independent <laughs> space. You're out hustling, getting new business. There, you don't have 50 calls coming in a day anymore. So, what's uh, what's been the most, uh, the most successful marketing strategy? Because it also the world flipped once uh, the virus came along. It did. So I feel like I'm in a science I, fiction movie when I say that. Hey man, when I, when <laughs> I started, so my agency owners pushes me big to do small business, which I do do small business. And I don't mind it, but these owners don't really want to talk to you. You know, you go knock on the door, you come in there, you're like ah, get away, get away. They don't want insurance. They probably been with their guys for like five years, so. I'm emailing. So I started out emailing people. Email does not work at all. I mean, for me, that doesn't. I want people to see me so I can sell myself anyway. So, um, but so I'm going to be honest with you, just relationship building. I built some great relationship with realtors and lenders, man. I mean, that's been really, really what's helping me. Um, I have three or four lenders that's really, really good. They send me a lot, a lot of stuff. And I have like four dope, um, realtors here in um, the DFW area that send me a lot of stuff. And everything else, I'm, I'm, I'm cranking out myself. Social media is big for me. Um, I promote myself really, really good, I, th- I think, anyway. But that's me to my own horn. I think I do really, really good on social media. Um, and just grinding, man. Um, like I tell people, you might know a lot more than me, but I'm out grinding. I'm out hustling you every day. I'm up at 5 a.m. I'm going to work out. And then at 8.30, I'm hitting the pavement running. I'm sending an hour every day calling realtors, calling lenders, just trying to build relationships, doing lunches, going out um, to these new homes, passing out cards. So, And I, I hear people, I've heard people on your guys' show, like, I get it. The old way is, is the old way, but I still kind of believe in the old way. I get it. I get it. Technology, just new stuff is good. But I'm going to be honest with you, there's some people still out there that want to see your face and say, hey, I know him. I, I believe in him. So. So yeah, that's what yeah. I would say. Yeah, the I I think technology is a good tool. Um, I it's think true. people think of it as a replacement for things. Right. Where it's I I don't think it's a replacement. I think it's a tool. If you can reach more people through it, awesome. Like you're using for social media, um, I think that's that's an awesome thing to 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 help get you in front of more people where maybe you right. wouldn't have met those people anywhere else. But um, it, it's really putting those two worlds together and and doing it efficiently. Um, I think that you probably have, I mean, with your sales, you with sales and everything and the way you're doing it with the numbers that you've done in the past and the numbers you do now, it seems to come pretty easily to you, but it sounds to me like you just have a rock solid process and you're grinding every single day and, and you're not letting off the gas. Um, and I think that's something that's hard for a lot of us sometimes to, to, to not take the foot off the gas, but, um, kudos to you for, for grinding like you do. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Consistency is key, man. Consistency. Totally. All day, every day. So what's the what's the number one thing that you would uh, you would tell any insurance agent that was getting in the business or that uh, came to you for advice, especially especially this year? Um, 
being um I've had some people call me and say, what about the insurance game? I like, don't get in it for money. Don't get in it for money. It's a it's a slow grind. Um, I have a guy who, who who told me, he was like, put your head down for about three or four years and then watch the money roll in then. But if if, if money's your if money's your deal, don't do it. I mean, I, I I literally don't do this for money. I literally do it to educate, have fun. And, it, and, and like I tell people, I'm, I'm rich. I really am rich because I get to spend time with my family. I can stop something. I can go to a game. I can come out. When I worked at the big box, I'm in a cubicle from 830 to 6. Ugh. When I get off of work, I'm coming home, talking to him for my kid for an hour and going to bed. That is not life for me. So, yeah. I mean, it allows me to free up my time. Um, but consistency, you got to be a grinder. You got to be a grinder because, I mean, when my kid goes to bed at 930, I'm up to 10, 11 o'clock doing Accord forms and dumb stuff like that, but um, um, but yeah, just put your head down. Don't worry about the money. Um, take care of people, and I think the money will come in the long run. If you if you really want to get into business for the long run, if you just get in it, try to make money, stick to your nine to five. Love it, love it, yeah. awesome, Philip Boyd. Awesome. So if it's from if Texas. somebody wants to, <laughs> yeah, if somebody wants to check out Philip Boyd, see what you're doing social media wise and everything else, uh, where can we find you? Um, I'm with Jones and Associates out of College Station. I'm um, I'm an outside sales rep here in Dallas, Texas. Um, you can go to philipboyd.com. That's my website. Uh, you also can uh, find me at Philip Philip H. Boyd on Facebook, and my phone number is nine seven nine nine seven seven three two three seven. You are brave. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Call me. Hey, I love to talk. Hey, I love to talk. <laughs> awesome. Love it, well, Philip. Thank you so much for coming on the insurance dudes and, and uh, successfully navigating speed breakers at the beginning. Also, no problem, man. I All right. it, man. I've been practicing. I've been like I said, I listen every morning. So I, I got, I got, I got to cheat a little bit. So that is great. Thank you so much, <laughs> man. Appreciate no problem, it. Man. Cool, man. Okay. See ya. Thank you, right. man. Hey, Jason. Yes, Mister Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do uh, write 100000 in premium yes. off of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now that will – it's live, and it will show you the process. The entire process is mm. super awesome. Mm. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now. Live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content right are you kidding me we get yep. to talk to them yeah which is awesome but they have to opt in they have to text us at 520-214-2219 that's 520-214-2219 nice i'm Greg, are you gonna respond now. to these texts i'm gonna respond to them for sure live i'm into it too it's gonna well, be awesome and it's a it's gonna be our new texting community where we're gonna get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content, free content and free um, 
the calculator that you just came up with? Mm. That's right. The calling calculator. Sales material. I mean, everything for insurance agents, this is it. It's the best texting community out there for insurance agents. Well, what the heck is that number again? I can't remember it. It's 520-214-2219. That's okay. 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Hey, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, all right.